We are back on the Anthony on Air podcast on this episode. The cause of death for Brian Laundrie finally revealed. Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein were once blessed by the Pope. Prince Andrew's uh, whatever's is going to be excluded from the Glenn Maxwell trial. A Thomas Jefferson statue has been removed from New York City. Uh, Michael Cohen says uh, Donald Trump will not run again. That topic was an accident. <laughs> Fox contributors resign. Uh, the Grammy nominees were announced today. We got to talk Dollar Tree. And of course, this is the last show before Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving to you, Frankie. See? Well, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Um, on that, we do a Tuesday show, special kind of circumstances with the uh, cause of death for Brian Laundrie uh, being revealed just uh, just moments ago. This is uh, earlier today. Um, we got the uh, cause of death. This came from the Laundry family attorney who's been our, I guess, main point of contact when finding out some information. But as you can see, the uh, District 12 medical examiner we have up on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, and if you are, hit the thumbs up, hit the bell, hit the share button, hit everything. Hit everything you can. Hit everything. Um, One-stop shop. Yeah. It'd be great if there was one button for everything, but I guess you don't have to keep Yeah, you don't have to do everything. Uh, the District 12 Medical Examiner released their findings uh, from earlier today regarding the death of Brian Laundrie, and they uh, concluded that uh, basically because of the gunshot wound to his head, it was ruled a suicide. Yeah, that middle uh, area there underneath the bullet points is basically, that's the main takeaway. The cause of death has been determined to be a gunshot wound to the head. The manner of death has been determined to be suicide. So that's that. I mean... The only thing it doesn't account for is where the gun is, but I'm sure with the high waters that were there, I don't know. Do they sink? Do guns? They don't float. I don't think. I guess they would sink. And maybe it's under the mud. Who knows? Yeah. I'm. I. I. You know, it's funny that you said that because there's not been really much comment on uh, what was around, what the cops have. Yeah. Remember they they were they were kind of like no commenting the questions about a weapon and you know near his uh near his body so right I mean uh, if it's the only thing I could think of is he shot himself the gun sank and his body after it uh, after a while floated away away from the gun because the gun didn't float away probably I wouldn't imagine. Well, yeah, I mean, well, and here's the other thing. Uh, so let, let's let's go through a couple of these uh, other notes here that's come out from the uh, family attorney. Um, it was obviously skeletal remains that were found, the backpack, other personal items, that uh, dry bag we've talked about a bunch of times, right? They uh, they found that. Um, obviously, he was in. He wasn't fully intact. No. Uh, um, and they needed to use the um, dental records to identify him. Um, then the uh, medical examiner did the autopsy. Then, remember, his remains were sent to a forensic anthropologist. That's right. Uh, the forensic anthropologist analyzed the human remains, conducted DNA tests, and uh, you know they looked for any signs of weapon evidence to help determine how a person died. And uh, that's basically how they came to that conclusion. So I wonder, you know, to your point about a gun, if he did kill himself and then he was eaten by God knows what, um, you know, his his remains could have been dragged around. I mean, that, yeah. that gu- gun could still be in that area if they the authorities haven't already found it and they're just not commenting on it. It could be half a mile away. I mean, it could, you know, and then some animal could have dragged him somewhere or the water. They couldn't search that area because the water, the floodwaters were too high. So he could have floated away down, you know, who knows? Yeah. And I believe it was flooded because of rain, not like it was flooded because of. Because of tides or anything. Yeah. So I I don't, I wonder how much of like a weapon like that could move. Um, Yeah. I think, I think the body has more of a chance of moving farther than the weapon. Yeah, I would say so. The weapon's gonna drop like a stone to the to the bottom, I would imagine. 
um, barring any weird circumstance. But I feel like the body could float. Usually, you know, after a while, I think they float. Or at least parts, whatever was left, could have floated away. I'm sure they didn't find all of them, you know. Uh, right. Depending on where it happened and where he wound up. So, yeah, I mean, that's that. With I wonder if, because uh, you said they found the uh, the notebook. I wonder if there's anything in there. They haven't revealed any of that. Yeah. That's going to be the next big thing we, we look for is what happens there. And and it could be, I mean, I don't know, you know, how long, obviously, you know, they found him and everything, but I don't know how much longer they're going to wait until they close this case up because. Yeah, I mean, they have to see, I mean, it's all, you have to prove who, what happened to, to Gabby. They know how Gabby died. They don't know who could have done it. Obviously, all signs are pointing, pointing to Brian Laundry, but. It still has to be proven, I guess. I mean, if that would wrap up the case. Um, I think that's the only, that's one of the bigger unanswered questions, if not the biggest unanswered questions, which 99% of people would say it's pretty much answered, and I would say it too. But again, it has to be proven that he did it, which I'm sure he did. Well, here's another question. How do you get the gun? Yeah, where'd the gun come from? He could have gotten a gun. I mean, it's he's what twenty two. He's in Florida. The guns everywhere. He could probably just go to a, any place and grab one. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's records, right? Yeah, you have to have a record of that. I mean, I think he, if you buy it at a gun show, I don't know what kind of records they keep. That's true. There's a lot of gun show loopholes, right? Yeah. I if mean, you buy you it from like a Walmart or something, you, they got they. Yeah, but if you go to like a gun show, you just buy them at a tent or a table. I don't know how much, how much they're doing with it by way of records or anything uh, i don't know though i would gonna... love to, to know from the people in the comments because if we've learned anything in the last week or so oh, you can't say anything without knowing we know 100 percent the all the details every single thing you have to know every single thing about the topic <laughs> before you can open your mouth about it so <laughs> lesson learned not gun experts on this show currently um yeah but i want to know where to get the gun you know uh where's the gun now what yeah. kind of a gun? Yeah, I mean, my guess, I would, I would imagine he had it with him the whole time, like even on the trips with Gabby, because they're traveling through, God knows where. But then you're carrying a gun across state lines all over the place. That might not be smart, but I, I don't know. Maybe he, when he went home, he grabbed it from his room or wherever. Is someone in the house's gun? Who knows? Could come from anywhere. Right, and it wasn't like he wasn't an outdoorsy person. It could have been a gun that, you know, they had for the years. Hunting, but here, yeah. yeah, but here's the other thing, too, though. Like, I mean, you would think that that information would be funneled to authorities from the family if they were like, oh, by the way, one of the guns in our house is missing or he's yeah. armed. I mean, yeah. that's kind of an important thing to know when you're searching for somebody, whether or not they're they're holding or have the ability to acquire a gun. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. If they... Hmm. Yeah, if a gun's so, missing from the house, the authorities would have known and said, "Hey, if anybody runs into this kid, yeah, he's got a gun." Because I mean, I I mean, you would probably, and I mean, even from a public safety standpoint, the police would be saying he's armed. Yeah, be, you kind of yeah, have to careful. put that out there. I would think, yeah. You can't I mean, just have somebody missing and be like, oh, you know, oh, unless you know. he had it, it was his, and you really didn't tell anybody he had it. You know? I wonder, but I wonder what happened. I mean, so what, what happens? He comes home. He's there a couple of days. They do that trip and he just takes off and leaves and then just kills himself. Well, I would imagine he, I don't think he made that decision right away because he lawyered up, you know, uh, you know, he, he got, he got together with the lawyer and the parents. And then, then I think he saw, he was like, mm, there's no way out of this. And he, that's when he took off and yeah. It was like, this is, he probably was tracking all the, the developments of uh, people where, or maybe he saw stuff that there was a manhunt and everybody was after him kind of thing. I don't know. What maybe the, maybe just the, the guilt of the guilt of strangling her just became too much for him. That that's probably that that could be enough. You know, that could have done it right there. You know, when you're when you do that, I guess that's yeah, the guilt if, probably. If you think about it, 
I've never strangled anybody to death. I'm going to assume that you haven't. I haven't either. Good assumption. Knowing you as long as I know you. Um, I would imagine that for a little while, you can probably just run off of shock or adrenaline or, you know, denial or whatever. You know what I mean? Like flight or fight, uh, fight or flight thing, kind of be on the run or like me rushing home. Like I, you know, because if you think about it, from the time, what was it, September 11th, she was reported right. missing? I think so, around there. You know, I mean, you're looking at a lot, like, this could have occurred at any time. He went home and, you know, drove there, you know, drove, a, you know, so it's kind of a strange, uh, it's kind of a strange thing to wonder yeah. about. Like, why then? And why, what happened? What did it? Maybe the fact that his parents wouldn't help him or maybe they confronted him and said, you got to go, you know, you have to confess or whatever. And he tears off like there's so many unanswered questions here. Yeah. When the full timeline of all this comes out, it's going to be there's a lot. of Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of holes in this thing. When why did he take off? What did he tell his parents? Did How much did the parents know? What did they know he was going and never coming back? You know, did they know he was on the run? Like they did they know that the last time they saw him leave the house that that he was going and he was on the run? Or did they think he was going somewhere and coming right back or whatever? Yeah. You know, because he they got a lawyer. Maybe the parents called the lawyer. Maybe he didn't even want the lawyer. You know, maybe he was just I'm out, you know, he just checked out right away. I also find it fascinating too that they did they can determine that it's suicide because if you look at the press release from the medical examiner's office it says seen response mm -hmm. by medical examiner personnel complete examination of the recovered skeletal remains consultation with forensic odontologist including dental comparison for identification consultate consultation with forensic anthropologist including skeletal reconstruction Confirmation of the identity that remains by both dental comparison and DNA analysis. But the reconstruction is interesting too, because how do you really know that it was suicide? Like I would gather like the, the rate at which the, the you know, the bullet end, or if it's here or here or wherever it is, I get like angles can kind of tell you that angles plus how close the bat, they could tell they could tell how close the barrel was to, you know, there's residue and all that stuff. Well, and here's my, okay, so here's my question. Like, if somebody just walked up to him and boom, that was right. it. They could also tell, like, if you, I think, this is, I'm going off of TV shows and movies, but they could also, I think, tell, like, if maybe they had some of his hand, they could tell if there's oh, gun if he residue fired on the, the hand, if he fired it. We don't know what how much of right. any they have. That's so. That's what I'm. That's what I'm curious to know. Like, do you have? Like, do they have the hand? Do they have the weapon? Do, is it his, like if it's his gun? Okay. Yeah, maybe they have the weapon. We don't know. You know, if it's not his gun, or they don't know where the weapon is, what are the odds that somebody just found this fucker and you know it just, it just took him out, got him that's up possible. close? I guess that's possible. But if they rule it a suicide, I'm sure they've got more than they're telling us. There's no way they're like, ah, oh, we found his teeth and that's it. Now it's a suicide. I'm sure they have skull. Maybe they have his upper body. You know, who knows? And I'm sure it's not all, it's not just a skeleton. I'm sure there's, not to be indelicate, but I'm sure there's meat left, skin maybe that, you know, I don't know, which I don't get why they can't do DNA. If there's any skin left, wouldn't that be? I don't understand that. Uh, again, I'm not meant to understand that. I'm not a, I'm not in that field. But if there's any type of skin or even bone, why couldn't they? Why can't they do DNA identification? I um, it's not just to... blood. It, any tissue, right, would be DNA. Yeah, but I mean, who knows? I mean, he could have been laying out there for three weeks. I mean, he could have been picked to the. Well, yeah, no, they said they did some DNA analysis, so there was oh, something. Oh, they did. Like, All yeah. right. Well, I thought dental records. I guess that's the quickest way to, or the, I don't know. By the way, this just in, I checked with Janine. Still doesn't think this is Brian Laundry. Still still on the conspiracy theory side. <laughs> I mean, or 
she a new conspiracy theory is he didn't kill himself and and someone just came up to him and that was it yeah there you go that's about right very skeptical i'm wondering not quite sure people tell me it could possibly not be brian laundry excuse me excuse me excuse me excuse me I don't know if people sometimes I put up uh sometimes I put up Trump's face uh because I have to turn the camera off for for some adjustments. I don't know if people get that. It's not intentional to show Trump. It's See, I didn't know that. Well, I told you that the other day. No, you so you said that you mute the mic and and cough and sneeze and shit, but Yeah, well, I was I was under the weather the other day, so I had to had to turn off now the camera a bunch of times. Now you're over the weather. <clears throat> I'm over the over the hills. Um, so this is, you know, uh, you know, it's funny. Um, my wife, when she, my wife texted me, my wife, sorry, my wife, she, you texted me. She texted me three seconds later and she, she was like, they found him. He killed himself. He definitely did it. Like that was her first reaction, which I found interesting of like, this is total confirmation. Like there's no, like, and not that we had a doubt, but I'm just saying there's always that little slight chance, but yeah, if he didn't do it, if he was innocent of Gabby's, um, uh, murder, one, he probably wouldn't have run. Right. Two, he probably wouldn't have killed himself. Right. You don't know, but that was a, those are pretty good signs. Does this make you feel any worse for this for his parents? For Brian's parents? Yeah. I mean, they lost their son. I mean, I do. I don't care if people give me shit. I yeah, feel they didn't like have, you know they didn't ask for any of this. They got thrown into this. Like it's like that's a nightmare. You know, that's that's a nightmare. I mean, your son comes home and this is what's happened. And you have to now you you didn't do anything. You know, they didn't do anything, really. I mean, they helped him. But who the hell knows what they did for a time? We didn't really know. Um, And not to say that I'm letting them off the hook for that week or two or whatever, where they wouldn't communicate with anybody, including Gabby's family. That was awful. Yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, I always try to put myself in people's shoes and that it's a tough, that's a really, really, that's a really, really tough thing to be thrown right into. And not to defend anybody who's a scumbag, but if your lawyers are telling you don't say anything to anybody. Yeah. You know, most people will do what the lawyers tell them to do in this situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't kill Gabby. Did they help Brian? get away I, I don't know nobody we really don't know yeah I'm not I'm not saying that they're innocent no I'm just saying I, I feel for them yeah I mean that's, I obviously feel for her her family way more absolutely no absolutely that's that's a given you know Gabby's, Gabby's family I, I can't even imagine yeah but yeah I mean it's it's I can't I can't imagine it's easy for either family I wonder why people stay in abusive relationships that's that's a whole i mean other topic there's there's so many fucking people out there i know but people you know they get they get drawn in and it's they find it hard to leave and then it's like oh i'm sorry and you know they get they get pulled into stuff like that there are people i'm sure that if someone was abusive can go see ya and that's it but a lot of people they you know what it is i think i'm not i i'm not gonna assume anybody's but i think a lot of it might be that a woman or whoever is being abused feels like the person who abuses them makes them feel less than uh, significant so they're not you know they feel uh what's the word just not really wanted or uh, right you know That's what, I mean? what I'm here to say. I'm here to say, leave. You'll find leave. somebody. If you're being abused, yeah, there's no reason to stay. I mean, yeah. I know. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, at some point, you would hope that it breaks through to those people that it's like, yeah, there's six trillion people on this planet. Like, you're gonna find somebody's gonna find somebody's gonna treat you well. Billion, but yeah. What um, I say, trillion, trillion, yeah, six billion. Well, there but might I be. Get, I, I don't know I, if we counted everybody. Did we? I, I feel like there's a lot of people hiding, but could be. Um, but yeah, but I, I think it's more than just physical, uh, you know, it's also, there's mental in there too. If someone's being physically abused, I'm sure they're not being emotionally 
you know, I'm sure there's emotional abuse too. Like the- right, and I, and like there's bad situations where you know kids are involved or there's financial yeah. whatever. But when you look at these two, I mean, they're both first of all super young. You know, both of them could easily go back to mom and dad. You know what I mean? So it's like oh, it's terrible. You all right? Fruit fly. Yeah. So it's like you know. I, I don't know. I feel it feels like this should have been a Splitsville kind of situation easily a little bit more earlier. And um, that wasn't the case. Like, be- like beautiful. Like she's beautiful. You know, so it's not like it's a looks issue. You know, I mean, I, can't... Se- I think there's a lot of like their self-esteem gets knocked down. The, the, the abuser, I'm sure. Yeah. Doesn't say, you know, doesn't treat them right emotionally either. So they're probably knocking down their self-esteem. So that they don't want to leave and they'll, you know, figuring it's me or nobody kind of thing. And then you add in like her OCD. So maybe she feels like, oh, you know, I got OCD and whatever. And nobody's going to believe me. Because if it was as easy as just buy, you know, once. Yeah. Once one thing happens, it would be goodbye. Yeah. But it's not that easy all the time for, for a it's lot not. of people. It's not. And I'm not be, meant to be glib. I just, no. I, I mean to be like. I get it. it's not easy. You, yeah. you got to do it anyway. You got to power through that. Oh shit. yeah! If anybody watching this or listening, yeah, you, you're with someone who's abusing you. Just you find just somebody. Go, man. Just find go. somebody else. Yeah. I know it's it's easier said than done, but it takes it takes you know takes some strength. But you do it. You'll be better in the long run. I mean, if we found people that will tolerate us, you'll definitely find somebody. It's not That's even for shit. Sure. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. Um, bonus Tuesday show brought to you by our good pals over at Jumpstart Coffee Company. Black Friday is almost upon us. Small business Saturday, Cyber Monday for the love of Pete. Plenty of chances to get oh, a man. gift. You got the holiday season coming up. Hanukkah. Yes. You got the Hanukkah. Uh, you got the uh, Christmas. Mm. The Kwanzaa. Right. Is there another one in there? Diwali already passed. I know that. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Chinese New Year. You know, it makes a great Chinese New Year gift. Is that coming up, or is that like? Well, eventually, uh, they're all I feel coming like the, up. I feel like that's a few months into the beginning of the year. I'm yeah, not but sure. it's coming up before it you know it's it. It's always coming up. Yeah, Fourth of July. Like you know, it's Ooh. not too early to. Nice cup of coffee on the Fourth of July. Who doesn't like a coffee? Supporting An American-made coffee that supports the troops mm-hmm. on a Fourth of July. Iced, throw some ice in there. Yeah. Nice for the summer. You got MLK Day. You know, not enough people like gifts for MLK Day, and they really should. That should be a gift exchanging sort of a holiday. It's not a super, uh, you know, seller at the Hallmark stand. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish I could. I wish somebody would give me a fucking happy MLK Day card. That'd be lovely. That would be nice. Yeah. President's mm. Day. Uh, Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm multiple anyway there's your thing holidays are coming up and they i want to also put this out there too for those that are celebrating a birthday around this time that always get chipped this would be a lovely gift for those people as well birthday yeah. jumpstart coffee company you can save 15 percent right now when you use the link in the description for this episode or click the banner on the homepage of anthonyonair.com plop that promo code in there aoa15 and you will save 15 percent doesn't matter to hero so uh hero soap to jumpstart coffee company because 50 percent of their profits. We're still selling some hero. People are still clicking on all episodes, buying their hero soap, which makes me Another happy. Another fine product. Yeah. Um, but the Jumpstart Coffee doesn't care. 50% of their profits still go to the Navy SEAL Foundation. Great coffee, great cause. Taste and flavor is amazing. They've just re-upped with us. I want to thank them. And again, I can't say this enough. Office grab bags, family, your cousin Morty, you know, whatever it is, you got to throw that $20 gift around. A couple of bags of uh, Jumpstart Coffee Company is going to be great for that. Cousin Morty, especially. Especially for Cousin Morty. He loves that shit. Jumpstart Coffee Company. Happy Thanksgiving and holidays to them. Grab some right now by buying a bag or two or seven. Uh, you are supporting this podcast. So thank you guys so much for that. And you're supporting the, um, what's it called? Navy SEAL Foundation. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein were blessed by the Pope at one point. This is nuts. Yeah. Link in the description for this one. I can't, we can't flash the, uh, the, 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 we can't even show the picture because they put the sun on, like this picture is so like unbelievable. They put their watermark like all over oh, it. You, you know what I mean? So if you want to see the photo, click the link in the description 
of this episode. And like they got uh, a personal one-on-one blessing. Like, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like in a crowd of people. Well, I don't know what it was, but it just, again, kind of goes to show the influence, uh, of Epstein and how he was able to kind of get wherever he needed to go and be around whatever influence. I mean, the Pope for the Which Pope, uh, John Paul II. It was two Uh, decades ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, a source told the sun on Sunday, um, pictures like this show how powerful Epstein's connections were and his ability, ability to open up any doors. He managed to manipulate his way into Royal palaces, the white house and the Vatican all with Ghislaine Maxwell by his side. You'll notice in the photo, Ghislaine Maxwell is right next to him, and the Pope is kind of, you know, putting his hand out to give the blessing. By the way, credit the son for the scoop and also the headline of the Pope, the pedo, and the pimp. That is a, not a good selling children's book. No, no, but that's a hell of it. Buy the, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe first. The uh, tri-alliteration is in media, Frank. You know this, of... I'm like two gold stars. That's true. Like radio, magazines, newspaper, all traditional media love some alliteration. Yeah. And yeah, the the, the triple shot too is the is the way to do it. Yeah. Three in a row. Oh, but, forget it. You know, the Pope blesses, I'm sure, whoever he comes in contact with, right? I mean, he's blessing people probably more than he's you know, as he, as as often as he's breathing. So, uh, flight logs which uh, chart the journey of the Lola Lolita Express uh, chart this flight from May twentieth of. Let me see what year was this? Two. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, believed to have been in two thousand and three. So May thirtieth of two. May twentieth of two thousand and three. Uh, Jean-Luc Brunel, by the way, another widely known alleged piece of shit, uh, was also on the uh, flight log pilot Peeth Rathgeb, and two passengers logged as AM and JK. AM and JK. Yeah. There's no record of Epstein arriving in Rome, though Longs put him in New York on May 12th and again on May 21st. The papal snap is the latest to show Epstein rubbing shoulders with powerful world figures. Yeah, the guy guy made the rounds. He was he was in front of and next to a lot of heavy hitters, a lot of big big shots. I don't know what this proves other than it's just, you know, Epstein peacocking, you know, around. Um, but I'm sure conspiracy theories are gonna be lighting up the boards right now with you know, the pedophile church and the fucking pedophile monster yeah, they're gonna be like they're gonna see this one shot of the pope blessing them and go up oh, they were best friends yeah yeah That's i it. mean had them over every week for dinner it ain't a good look but i don't know no i mean i don't know if these two were close confidants not that i'm not that i need to defend anybody i'm just saying no but i mean i got plenty of issues with the catholic church and pope john paul ii i could fucking go on about that all goddamn day um there's a, by the way, there's an insane, I don't even know if it's still on HBO. The thing that really turned me, there was this documentary and it was about a bunch of people that were, you know, molested by priests. And, um, there's this one part of this fucking deaf, like home. And this fucking priest ran through this thing, like a fucking like supermarket sweep and just preyed on these deaf kids because God. they fucking could not commute. Like you're talking about back in the, 40s and 50s you know you had a deaf child born it wasn't like mom and dad were like immediately you know most of the time and they were poor they would go bring a kid like that to the church and a home or whatever that they would be and this fucking guy just just fucking i mean just targeted the yeah it was and they fucking protected him they moved him they fucking moved this guy around so I got plenty. So I'm not defending the church, uh, you know, whatever. Um, I forget what the name of that documentary is, but it's on HBO. I know that or it was at least. Uh, anyway, it's fucking chilling if you watch it. But um, yeah, I just don't. I mean, I know conspiracy theories are going to go nuts over this. I just I don't. Of see course. A, I don't see a thing other than fucking this guy could literally open up any door. Yeah, wanted. that's what it is. He's just a. he was an influential guy with a ton of money. Yeah, that's. 
that opens doors in most cases. Yeah, and it could be some weird association, corrupt. It could be. It could, could be, be something that he I'm knew. Saying it isn't. And not saying it isn't. My gut feeling is he probably threw down like a million bucks to chat to whatever the fuck donation to the church, and that's what got him into some private dinner where these photos were snapped and some bullshit like that. You know, that's could that be. that to me is a more likely uh, outcome with that. Right. Um, Prince Andrew is um, the Prince Andrew accusations are going to be excluded from the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Why? I, you know, prosecutors chose not to bring charges uh, in connection with your free uh, into this. But if she had anything to do with anything that went on with him, why yeah. would, they can't bring it up? I she's they also say that they're not gonna they're not going to call Jeffrey as a witness, oh. which I find particularly interesting. Now I know there is a the only thing I can think of is there is a an agreement between the two of them. So similar to like the way Cosby they used the previous deposition oh. in his case, and that's what that was a technicality that got it thrown out. That's the only thing I could think of of why they would keep Roberts or, or and this other guy out of all of this. Wow. Yeah. Well, hopefully they got enough without it. You know, and we could only hope. I'm sure they do. I mean. Prosecutors I, I, say they're, they're going to focus instead on four other women. They say were recruited by Maxwell as teenagers. Um, bypassing Jeffrey's allegations about Andrew will keep the most explosive allegations against Maxwell out of the trial. It will also allow prosecutors to avoid a big risk. Uh, records, witnesses, and photos back up many parts of Jeffrey's accounts of our time with Epstein. Uh, but Jeffrey has acknowledged getting key details wrong in her story over the years, including initially falsely saying in a lawsuit that she had been 15 when the abuse began. Um... So I guess there's a bunch of holes in Jeffrey's story, and that's why they don't want to go near it. But I also think that there's that agreement, too. Oh boy, if she gets away with all this, this is really going to suck. This is going to suck. Hardcore going to suck. Um, this is a, you know, I mean, this is like an ongoing story. And um, I'm curious to get your thoughts on it, Frank. I feel, I, I don't know. Thomas Jefferson, uh, there was a statue of Thomas Jefferson almost a thousand pounds um, which uh, resided in City Hall here in New York City for two centuries. It was crated up today and moved out of City Hall because he owned slaves. A dozen workers with martial fine arts spent several hours carefully removing the painted plaster monument from its pedestal in the city council chambers and surrounding it with sections of foam and wooden boards. They lowered the massive structure down the stairs, took it out of the building. The 1833 statue will be on a long-term loan to the New York Historical Society, which plans to have Jefferson's model survive in its lobby and reading room. I mean, it's not... I don't know. It's a tough one because... Uh, you know, back then, that was a common. It was a terrible, terrible thing that they all did, but it was very common, right? I mean, yes, it was. Everybody, did everybody it. had that. That was the thing, and it was. It's, it's awful. It may, it's, doesn't make it any better. Um, so I, you know, it's not my call. It's, you know, it's one of those things that. Uh, how does the african-american community feel about this and that's that's who should be asked well that's yes yeah, so uh you know i mean there's a thousand articles on this today i'll just read you a couple of the notes that i took uh, from what people are saying um aaron thompson a professor at john jay college of criminal justice uh who authored the forthcoming book smashing statues the rise and fall of america's public monuments said removing a monument without a public conversation about why it's happening is useless. New Yorkers all need to talk about who we want to honor and why. Moving this statue doesn't mean New Yorkers will forget who Thomas Jefferson was, but some of them might learn from the controversy that the man who wrote 
all men are created equal, owned over 600 of his fellow humans. That's a good uh, point. Members of the city council were split. Minority leader Joe Borelli from Staten Island, a Republican, called the move an attempt to sideline history. Ugh, while I hate that. I hate that term. Black, Latino, and Asian uh, uh, caucus co-chair Danique Miller of Queens said he wanted the statue gone because it doesn't represent contemporary values. That's true. It's a good point. I mean, just, you know, that whole delete, nobody wants to erase history. That's not the point of any of this. Nobody's yeah. like, oh, we don't want to think about it. No, it's it's because it's being, you know, if a statue of someone that owned my family a hundred, a couple hundred years ago was down the block from me and I had to pass it all the time and look at it. And you know, this guy owned my, my, fa you know, it would probably weigh on me a little bit. No, but I yeah. mean, that would be hard to get over. And f unless you're in that position, you don't know how it is to walk past statues like that all the time. I don't, you know, I can't speak on that, but you know, uh, yeah, listen, I understand that, you know, I, I, I can, t I totally understand that. And I think that that's uh, a justified way of acting. On the other hand, I do also feel like history is history, you know, yeah, and it's in the taking past. Taking a statue down is not deleting history. It's not, but you know, no matter how many statues you have, you know, um, this guy was who he was. The rest of the family, they all were, they all, I, I feel like with, I think the only founding father that did not own a slave, and I could be wrong about this, because it could be more than one, yeah. but John Adams did not own a slave. That's possible. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know if you could look that up, but I know he didn't own one. And, you know, if you look back at... um there's that great boy. I'm pumping HBO up here like crazy, and I'm not putting a dime in my pocket. But there's that great HBO series um, about John Adams, which TV is bullshit most of the time. But that that series was taken from a book, which was basically adapted from letters that John wrote his wife Abigail, and that's where a lot of that historical information came from. Is their correspondence with each other. And in that, they discuss, it's, it's interesting, they discuss when they, uh, Adams was basically the one who handpicked Jefferson to write the Constitution. He wrote it, um, a lot of it, the ideas came from France and what was happening over there, which would eventually erupt and become an issue right after uh, America was established. Um, but this, you know, all men are created equal, there supposedly was a debate on whether or not to write that and how they would perceive that. And what I find interesting is all the people, all the principals in that room basically believed that. What they were afraid of was that they couldn't get something like that across at the time. You know what I mean? Because so many people own slaves. Yeah, and it's hard because, you know, you can't expect people three, two, 300 years ago to think the way we people think do that. now yeah and you i know? bring and i bring it up because i feel like their intentions were good yeah you know what i mean, mean? um I, and i i understand i'm saying that fully acknowledging that jefferson was a slave owner i get it uh, yeah. but i think their intentions were uh, you know as they're sitting there deciding what they want to build as a country uh owning people i don't think was part of their vision Right, half of the people that signed the Declaration of Independence, like a little over half, owned slaves. And okay, so John that's Adams less didn't. Than, less than I thought it was. I, yeah, I think it's like thought, twenty-five. Didn't. Okay. Own slaves. Out of the fifty-five. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, and listen, I'm not. Uh, I, I, you know, I get it. Any anybody comes in here and is like, "This is bullshit." You know, that should be. I, 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 I understand. Um, but at the same time, I also understand that this is our, you know, this is our history, you know, and um, no matter how many statues we remove, it's not going to change what happened back at right. that time. No, I get it. Um, I'm all for like, you know, terrible. I say this with Columbus all the time. Terrible people did great things. 
you know, there, it's just what it is. It is what it is. Like there's no great person out there that was completely without no, I, flaw. I get it. But if you have a terrible person that did great, that did something great, but he was a terrible person. So we put a statue up about, him, you know, with him of him. I don't know. I, you know, what I think statues, that's a special, I mean, the, it's a special it, thing to have this, a statue of you. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I want to say this because, you know, because I found this interesting as we discovered, as this has become an issue over the last few years, there's horrific racist groups. I forget what they're called, the sons and, and whatever. I don't know. Daughters of the revolution or America. I don't know. I forget what the name of the group is, but there was a, um, this is historical. This is not political jargon. It was a group that after the civil war, they went out, they rushed out and put up statues all over the place. Yeah. Like if you, if, as they're removing some of these, if you look at them, some of them crumble and come down very fast because they're cheap and poorly made. Those deserve to come down. Yeah. The losers of a, a racist war. Yeah. They go, they go. And if they were put up with bad intentions of like, okay, we lost, but we're going to, we're going to keep these people, like you said, in a position of prominence over the city to kind of like keep casting the shadow of who's really in charge. Yeah, Those can up. go. I have no issue with that whatsoever. I totally understand that. And as 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 shitty as it was for Thomas Jefferson to own slaves, I can't help but think he's also the person that wrote that line, all men are created equal. And although it didn't carry the proper weight it should have at the time that he wrote it, when, you know, at the time when Lincoln comes along and starts fighting, he's that's that's his you know, war cry. That's his battle cry. And that's what he uses to get his point across and yeah. so on and so forth up to Martin Luther King to, you know, Barack Obama. Like you look at every step of the way, they're all basing their belief system off of those simple yeah. few words. All men are created equal. And this dude wrote it. No, I know it. it he did a great, great thing. It's not again. It's not for me to decide. You know, it's not for you or I to decide yeah. about something like that. It's for uh, the community as a whole, the African American community. You know, if if they say, you know what, he founded this country, and this is overall a great man. Yeah, he had slaves. But, you know, that would just fucked up. And they want to leave the statue. Let the, you know, let the statue stay. But if they say, you know what, the statue. Yeah, he did. So he did a great thing. He founded the country, but he also did some. You know, he had a couple hundreds of slaves, and he, he yeah. treated people like terror, you know, less than human. That's also a huge, you know, mark stain on his legacy. You know, so a statue. You have to admit, though, it's interesting it's what I'm saying about people about the get over it. About the yeah, but it's interesting what I'm saying about the fact that his what he wrote. Yeah. No, is, he wrote some great, sh you know, the, the fucking is, is Declaration of Independence. Yeah, it's what we're striving towards. It's what, it's, 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 you could make the argument. It's his, his statement. Yeah. Adams's request to keep it in there, right? Yeah. All that shit that basically helped us get to a point of acceptance right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, uh, here's the other thing that gets overlooked a lot of the time. You know, men were pretty shitty to women for a large part majority of history up till and include i mean recently you know it's probably still today it still happens i know but yeah. you know i mean for the longest time you know so you look at every person who came up with anything and you could be like well he was shitty to his wife yeah yeah i mean does in order for someone to have a statue in a prominent place do they have to be you know what standard do they have to be held against do they have to be a perfect as close to perfect as you can get, you know, if they fuck up for a long time, it's not like he, you know, he got, you know, he, uh, accidentally did something stupid, you know, but he had, he owned people for hundreds yeah. of people, right? 600 people, whatever he said. Well, that's what this said here. 600 people. I mean, that's, that's no, that's nothing to, to that's not, not like a, at. that's not a small thing. You know, that's a big that's a big thing. I, I don't know. I mean, he is third president. I mean, yeah, it's, we have we should have a statue of our presidents, maybe. 
do we need statues of everybody? What, what's with the statues? Why do we need statues of everybody? I don't know. Why is everybody all bent out of shape over a statue? Maybe put it. I don't know. I mean, like uh, over it coming down. It's just a statue. If it goes down, it goes down. Are you get to going to change your life if it's not there anymore. Probably not. Um, no, it's not. It's not. And and I, and I don't love the slippery slope argument, but I do. You know, you do kind of look at all this and go, well, then. You know, Washington owns slaves. Do we change? Yeah, I don't know. The name of Washington, D.C. Do we take him off the dollar bill? You know, and not to, it's just a weird, it's a weird, like, it's a weird thing. I think it's a, it's a bit exhausting too. You just got to kind of throw your hands up and go, you know, there, it was again, you know, great people did shitty things or vice versa. Shit, some shitty people did, you know, maybe one or two great things. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it kind of is what it is, you know? I know it's, it's tough. Maybe. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm not the, I'm not the, we're not the people who are going to solve this, but no, I, I feel like if statue. we keep working on it though, we might. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe we, it's maybe we put up statue, more statues honoring, um, people, you know, slaves. Maybe we put up statues that honored, uh, the people who were oppressed, you know, I'm no problem with that. Instead, I don't know. Maybe it's instead of taking down, we add, I don't know. I don't know what the the solution is. I just find, I don't know. I'm sure there's flaws in it. I find this one particularly interesting because again, he wrote the words, you know, and I get everybody had their say in it. Believe me, he did a, he he framed the country for the most, you know. Wasn't he also married to one of his slaves or a couple of them? Or he might've abused them though. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know about that. I know. I think he may have had children with. Yeah. Some of them, one yeah. of them. I don't know. I don't know. He might have been not so nice after after I started. You know, saying. who knows? I I don't know that much about that stuff. I, so again, if it's something like that, if he was an abusive bastard, but yeah, he wrote great stuff, and you know, is a statue gonna? You know, if you're a big Thomas Jefferson stand, a statue comes down. It's a statue, you know. Move yeah, on. but I also you know, and again, like you know. I feel like this is the country those guys were envisioning. And again, we're not perfect right now, but we're certainly no. better now than we were even yeah. 10, 15, 20, 25 years ago. Sure. Um, but I feel like this is what they were envisioning. And I, I don't think any of those guys were necessarily, I can't speak for all of them. I'm sure some of them, envis- especially some of the Southerners, you know, envisioned slavery just always being a thing. But um, I don't think guys like John Adams envisioned, you know, I think this is what he was picturing. I, I don't know. I, I can't. I don't know how they felt. I mean, they owned slaves, so they had to be somewhat, somewhat okay with it. Well, not John Adams. Not John Adams. I, I'm talking about half of them. You know, right? Washington, Jefferson. Some, but I think a lot of them. I mean, I, and you can call me naive if you want. I feel like some people, somebody's going to. But I feel like a lot of them. Do your research. Looked at this like. You know, we can't get this like we we won't if we like even when you look at slavery and and the elimination of it. Right. What was it? The 13th Amendment that got rid of it. Um, even when you look at that, like at the time, people people who were fighting for equality um, had to say things like, I don't I don't believe in equality. I believe in equality under law, not in equality. So even the people that were trying to free the slaves, they couldn't admit that they thought that black and white people were equal in life. They had to say shit like, oh, well, I think I just feel like we're equal under the under the eyes of the law. You know what I'm saying? So like there's concessions. They had to say shitty stuff just to get just to make That's that true. progress. When you're playing politics, you have to yeah. compromise in order just to get stuff pushed through. Right. But I, if you look at the history, like, I feel like if we're on, if we're in a simulation, you know, if you play, if we're in the matrix and you play this over again, I feel like the result is always going to be the same where we don't have slavery. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm fine with that. I think this is always the way it was supposed to be. And it always continues to move on and evolve. I yeah. Know. I agree. I mean, it's, it's a tough thing. It's, it's not going to, you know, yeah, they did great things, but they also did shitty things. So it's, yeah, 
if you put the statue up, how about you put a statue up honoring the, sh- the good things, and then you put a shitty statue up next to it, saying, "Oh yeah, plus he did this all this shitty stuff." Yeah. Well, <laughs> put a little note next to it. Oh, by the way, yeah, honor him for the great stuff. But then, oh, look at this. He he did some some shitty stuff too. I mean, the other part of it too is is these were a group of people that did a great thing, you know. Yeah. And and it's not just for Americans. I mean, if you look at the idea of democracy, it fucking spread pretty far and wide and ended the oppression of a lot of people in a lot of different places. Yeah, I know. I mean, I that know. is an he accomplishment. Did. Listen, they started a brand new country. It's, you know, they won a war over it. And then, you know... But, and then France, and that you know, and then and then and then and then all these these places adopting democracy because I know, I know. of I these know. fucking guys in this room at these thirteen places just talking shit. Not saying they didn't do some monumental shit. I mean, but they also did some monumental, yeah, bullshit yeah. too. You know, um, Michael Cohen says that he does not believe that Trump will seek another term in office. Thank. God, I mean, oh, <laughs> I don't. I'm not buying. First of all, Michael Cohen is, you know, yeah. not, and I not think simply because the... I think simply because he says he won't run, now he'll run. Well, I'm only running because Michael Cohen said I wouldn't run. I think his take is interesting, and maybe I'm only finding it interesting because I didn't think of it. Because in my mind, that fucker's running, and mm. he can win. I think he can win. He's got a um, good shot. I think he, I think he could win, even though I think he's waning on people, even though I think he's damaged himself by not showing up at the inauguration and the January 6th thing. Nobody's and he's going to remember any of that. Keeping this fucking facade that the election was stolen, I think is such a mistake politically. It's, he's, he's a huge baby. I mean, why would you want a baby running the country? And I know people are going to be like, Ant, you're wrong. But here's why I say that, because the people that love this guy are the ones who think the election was stolen he could murder their parents. It wouldn't matter. They're going to be with him anyway. So drop that bullshit and get the people back in the middle on your side. And now you're now you're a serious threat. So that's why I say that, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it does. But um, Cohen said this. He says that Trump's ego is so fragile, he would not be able to withstand being a two-time loser. He already was. He was impeached twice. Nah, but that that he that thought uh, the political hit job against me. That thought never occurred to me because I feel like I mean I feel like if he runs again, probably has a really good chance of winning. I mean, we're what a year into Biden? Is it a year? Almost. So Biden's got three more years. Let's see what happens. Well, I mean, really, he's got two. He's got another year and a half before. If Trump is going to run, that right. starts up again. Right. So let's see what he does in the next year and a half, two years. What happens? I feel like the infrastructure deal is actually a positive Huge. thing. Absolutely. I think most people will, even rights and lefts, and there's going to be rhetoric. But at the end of the day, it's a lot of investment in infrastructure, which everybody agreed that we needed. If Biden could do something about health care, I mean, then he's really making a fucking play healthcare, for it. He's going to lower the gas prices because he's... Um, Releasing our, you know, uh, reserves. oil reserves. That's a smart move. Even saying you're going to release the reserves drops the fucking gas prices down. So yeah, it's about not, time he says that. He's not fucking around. I, don't I think mean, I, I'd have liked it if that kicked in around 268 instead of fucking 359. But okay. I was um, driving anywhere anyway. <laughs> um, but anyway, my point was, is I always just kind of assumed he would run again. And I felt like he would fucking win. Because the other thing, too, with this is forget right and left usually the side that just lost will turn out in bigger numbers the next time around. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's true. Um, so this idea, though, that he, could, he couldn't he could handle, like, I wonder if he's thinking that at all. Like, I can't possibly, I, I losing twice would be too much. Going out on this cloud of the election was stolen is easier for the ego than him being like, him actually having to face the, the music of losing twice. Yeah, that would be. I don't know if he'll handle that, uh, but he'll also say, "See, it's not even that." He'll say, "Oh, I was rigged again. I was stolen. They don't want me to." You know, it'll be, it'll be another. Th- the only way he was able to handle losing the first time is by saying it was fixed. 
That's the he was preparing for it in 2016. He kept saying it was rigged, 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 rigged. Then he won, and it wasn't rigged anymore. Then 2020, yeah, rigged, 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 rigged. He lost, rigged. It's uh, it's all a big it's scam. Yeah. I, I wonder. I, again, I think it's going to take a monumental, you know, I think the infrastructure bill is great, but I think it's going to take a monumental win for all all Americans, which is not really much of an opportunity to do that with much outside of taxes and health care. Um, hasn't raised our taxes. No, but um, but I think if Biden does that, he has a shot. Also, not dying would help. Um, yeah. Hey, listen, Trump's going to be 80 if he runs again. Yeah. And the thing is about so and, and here's what I find interesting about it, too. He's alluded a lot to the fact that he's going to run again. But he hasn't said it. He hasn't really committed to it. And I don't think he would at this point, at this stage of the game. He's not going to do it because he's going to keep. You know why? Because once he does. This, there's no the, the story isn't really there anyway. I think he's just going to keep kind of you know reeling in the debate a little bit until it's time i also wonder too if he views it as a as a thing of he doesn't have to run again as long as he appoints the person who is if he gets behind one of the trump republicans and says this is the guy he's going to take us there he's got my full endorsement or whatever and that person wins that's just as much of a win for him you know what I'm saying? As anything else. So I wonder if that's his uh, that's his motivation. I don't know. But Cohen brought up a point which I had never thought of before, which is what if he does lose? I kind of thought if he runs again, he's going to win. That's kind of what I felt like. Not necessarily. Uh, barring Biden doing something else magnificent, which, let's be honest, track record for all these presidents last, last uh, you know, 30, 40 or so. Not great with doing something magnificent. You know what I mean? So... Mm-hmm. I kind of just felt like we would just snap back in the other direction, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, A couple of Fox News contributors are leaving Fox News because of that Tucker Carlson January 6th uh, special that you mentioned last episode, Frankie C. Good for them. You know, growing a little backbone. Yeah. Saying, fuck this place now. Stephen Hayes and Jonah Goldberg uh, told NPR that the series aired conspiracy theories and fabricated claims that could lead to violence. Yeah, in an good. article in the dispatch, I mean, the, good that they left. The two contributors warned that irresponsible voices have come to dominate opinion and analysis on Fox News. I we all know that's true. I've been talking about this for the longest time. I also think it's going to get worse because if you look at the numbers, I mean, Fox and CNN and MSNBC and Newsmax now and OAN and all these places, they're all going to chip at each other. They're all going to claim this or that. They're all going to talk about all kinds of shit. But the fact of the matter is, is that overall cable news numbers are down. People are bailing on these places for the Internet, whether it's podcasts like this, people's blogs, just fucking rhetoric anywhere. People are leaving these places at large scale numbers and they have to get shittier in their tact than they ever have before. In order just to maintain an audience to begin with. If Tucker doesn't air something batshit crazy like that. Yeah, that's true. You know this. He's afraid he's going to lose his audience. Yeah. And he's not afraid to to bullshit in order to to win an argument. That's especially him. He's he'll lie in order to win an argument. He's uh, his own words. Uh, Grammy noms announced today. Frankie C. Cardi B. We're not Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, her Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber, Olivia Rodrigo, Billie Eilish, the Foo Fighters, Kanye West and Barack Obama. who Will no doubt win because everybody loves Barack Obama, especially in Hollywood. Um, He's nominated for his audio book. Who's going to be fucking who? Who's going to what audio book, Frank? What audio book are they going to be like? You know what? That Obama one was good, but this one this was. This one was. Yeah. Um, this is not happening. Was it read by Barack Obama? <laughs> unless it was another book unless read by Barack Obama. Unless it wasn't read by him. Um, but I bring this up, and this is very egocentric of me. Outside of the Foo Fighters and Kanye West, this is just 
a whole new class of musicians. These are yeah, these are all new new people for the most part. Gone Unless, are the days of Nirvana, Metallica, you know, Smashing Pumpkins. And, well, when and forget from, Stones, Beatles, Dylan. Forget. I mean, they're so far removed now. Well, the Grammys. It's all current. It's this year's past. You know, it's not like they're yeah. not going overall. It's this current year's most popular stuff. By the way, first time in 30 years, the finalists were determined solely by votes from the Academy's thousands of members and not filtered through anonymous committees. Why they, why they were is beyond, it's like- That doesn't make any sense. Because it's the old gateway system. And the internet's been, again, another thing the internet has been chipping away at. You used to have to find an A&R person, get a record deal, do this and that. They had all these gatekeepers in place to decide who gets what. Now people just put their shit on Spotify and they break through and they don't fucking need those old timers keeping their finger on the pulse. Cause that, by the way, this is another thing to do like, Oh, we can get this one nominated. Let's nominate this one. It'll be more sales for us here. It'll be more sales for Ugh. us there. It was all a business and a pile of bullshit. Ah, uh, the Grammys big pile of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Until 60, we win one, then it's great. The 64th annual Grammys coming up January 31st, 2022 at the crypto.com arena. Formerly oh the Staples Arena in Los Angeles. Crypto.com. I want to see the Grammys take place in the, what is it, the metaverse? The metaverse, yeah. That's where that'll it's be, going. That'll be fun. That's where it's going. That's uh, what happened with Dollar Tree? Funny funny headline. Uh, dollar, wait, wait, hold on. Let me make sure it's not. Yeah. Dollar Tree. <laughs> this is the headline. Dollar Tree will soon be known as the Dollar 25 tree. Uh <laughs> The company's uh, company announced today one of America's last remaining true dollar stores said it will raise its prices from a dollar to a dollar twenty-five on a majority of its products in the first quarter of twenty twenty-two. Not as catchy a name, I gotta be honest. Dollar twenty-five tree. Yeah, I I call it a buck and a quarter. Oh, that's nice. Buck and a quarter. That's going a buck and a quarter. Yeah, that's not that bad. Um, dollar twenty-five tree. Yeah, I mean most of the things in these dollar stores aren't even a dollar. By the way, these are the saddest. When I was a kid, used to love going to a dollar store because you get like 47 different things. You break them. Who cared? You played, right. you know, it's kind of fun. I took my kids to a dollar store over the summer because we had 15 minutes to kill while we were waiting for a table at a restaurant. It was depressing. Half the shelves are like messed up and yeah. it's all like paper plates and shit and cleaning supplies. It's like, eh, yeah, it was just not, kind not of much for kids anymore. No, it was just kind of sad. <laughs> Uh, this will be the last show that we do before Thanksgiving. So we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Very happy Thanksgiving to all. Best part about Thanksgiving for you, Frank. Uh, best part, cranberry sauce that's shaped like a can. Is that that's right? The, that's good stuff. Yeah. I like that. No, getting together with everybody. It's nice. It's fun. You know, you're just sitting around shooting the shit. Maybe you play a game or something. That's that's, that's fun. I like seeing everybody. I'm a sides guy. I fucking love the sides. Thanks. Sides are great. The best. I got to tell you though, a year, uh, a couple of years ago, we had it was the first time like when I tried the turkey. I was like, I always have to try the turkey, but first time when I tried it, I was like, this is fucking delicious. Like everything, you know, whatever I have, it, I'm like, oh, it's good, it's good. Turkey tastes like turkey. This time, the time I last time we had it, it was like the flavor. It had all this. Like, and I asked my aunt who made it, and I was like, what, what did you do to this? She's like, well, I'll put all these herbs and this lemon and this and butter. And I, she made this like brine and it was like amazing. Brine. Yeah. Brine. I was like, this is unbelievable. And I was like, I want more Turkey, please. Yeah. Best Turkey I ever had. We brined it and then we fucking fried it, but you got to really dry it off. Oh yeah. Dry it off and make sure it's not the least bit frozen. Yes. Oh yeah. It has to be course. completely thawed out. Yes. It, well, it was in our particular case, but you drop ice into boiling oil kaboom yeah 100 percent. 100 uh best pie what's your go-to pie pecan apple pumpkin pumpkin what? yeah i love i love me some pumpkin pie yeah whenever i go anywhere that has key lime i like key lime but it's rare in the house like a, at, a, at a get together to have key lime pie so pumpkin is definitely well, key lime's. I'm gonna. I'm surprised you said that because I've been dealing with a harsh key lime pie craving lately, and it's hard to get this time of year here. Key lime pie. You gotta go to like a homemade pie stand or something like that. Yeah. I rarely see. I rarely see store bought 
key lime pie. I don't see it on the shelves anywhere. Yeah. I went I went with uh frozen key lime pie, got me through COVID. That's what got me through COVID. Is that all right? <laughs> yeah. It was it look, it was what it was, you know, we were surviving, you know. That was, it was <laughs> the, the harsh time. times when we had to have frozen key lime pie. <laughs> um happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Thank you guys for being with us all year. As yes. most most of all, we're thankful for you guys who watch and listen, who yeah, share. Very thankful for all our fans, even the ones, hey. Who disagree with us? Oh shit! All over you. <laughs> I put it nicely because it's the holidays. Anybody who disagrees, it's fine. You're allowed to disagree with. We're yeah. allowed to disagree with each other. I'm just thankful that you're that you make us uh, you tune in. That you're part yes. of. You know, you guys are part of the whole thing. Special shout out to our moderators on YouTube who always do a great job all the time. That whole crew there, moderators on the Where's Anthony Facebook group. Thank you to you especially. Thank you, and Jumpstart. Thank you to Jumpstart Coffee Company. 15% off. Use that promo code AOA15 when you click the link in the description of this episode or the banner on the homepage of anthonyonair.com. AOA15. Save 15%. Great coffee. Great cause. Indeed. I'll tell you, a cup of that medium roast is going to be great after you have all that fucking turkey and carbs. I'm telling you, I'm leaning towards the dark blend. Dark roast. It's got mm -hmm. that chocolate in there. That's nice with a little, little pumpkin pie. Take that 15-minute snooze, then get up and have some oh, pie. Boy. Oh, boy. Here we go, baby. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll catch you guys on the next